From Studio Nowhere, it's time for... Saga USA. Welcome to another edition of Soccer Talk USA. I'm your host, Mark Cedar. This is episode number 301 for the uh, 26th of July, 2011. And, uh, well, we got lots of stuff to talk about. Uh, a little bit of new stuff going on and uh, lots of friendlies this week. I didn't get to see all of them, but I did see a few of them. And uh, we've got some... Uh, Interesting uh, MLS results. So uh, let's dive right in and talk about stuff. So uh, begin with the new stuff. We have, uh, I don't know if you had seen the stuff about FIFA, but that um, Ben uh, Hameen guy got uh, banned for life. He was convicted of uh, of uh, bribery and stuff, and so uh, FIFA's banned him for life, and he's still denying it and is wanting to appeal. And, and uh, his, his argument is actually kind of interesting because he was running against Seth Blatter, so his argument is, I went after Seth Blatter's job, Seth Blatter's in power now, now I'm accused of bribery and I'm being kicked out, you know. And so it's sort of like, obviously this is all a plot by Seth Blatter, you know, which is an interesting argument. <laughs> I don't buy it, but it's an interesting argument. But uh, anyway, um, you know, that's more just uh, the FIFA soap opera going on. Uh, bigger news, I think, is probably uh, for MLS is uh, Connor Casey out for the season. Uh, yeah, that uh, um, when he went down the other day in that game in, in uh, was that the one in uh, Vancouver? And uh, he, uh, I think it was Vancouver or Seattle or something like that. I think it was the one in Seattle, I think. And he... Uh, Apparently did uh, tear his uh, Achilles tendon, so he's out for the season. So that's terrible. Uh, oh, there was also a story I saw about uh, the Vancouver Whitecaps uh, were in San Jose and ran out of jerseys. They apparently, I guess they didn't bring jerseys with them or ran or something didn't happen right. And uh, they actually had to go to the local fans and ask them to loan them their jerseys so that they would have jerseys to wear at the game, which is pretty funny. Uh, Copa America is over. I hadn't been paying uh, too much attention to it, but I've been watching, a, you know, just kind of a little bit, and I saw that the final was uh, Paraguay or Uruguay Paraguay, the Algway final, and uh, Uruguay uh, won this one three to nil, and uh, goals by uh, Suarez and two from Forlan, and uh, I think uh, Suarez assisted on one of the goals for at least one or two of the goals for uh, Forlan, so he was very instrumental both of the two together. Um, very important uh, in that, and uh, yeah, looked looked fairly routine. Uh, uh, Paraguay did have uh, one shot that came off the bar that uh, would have been just a vo- nice, beautiful volley. Would have been an incredible goal, and they were 2-0 at that point, and it would have made it 2-1, and could have made things interesting, but came off the crossbar. And uh, other than that, uh, looked like a pretty solid, deserved victory for Uruguay. So. Uh, let's see, don't really have a lot more to say about that. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and talk about some boring friendlies. No, just kidding. Uh, some interesting friendlies, actually. Uh, we'll begin with the Vancouver Man City one. Uh, the worst team in MLS did pretty decent, scoring off a terrific free kick that Joe Hart brilliantly saved, uh, and then, uh, um, uh, nearly scoring off a 
free kick that uh, Joe Hart brilliantly saved. And then taking the lead when uh, Sanvezo's shot deflected to wrong foot Hart. Uh, then bad news for City as the crappy just laid turf takes out Yaya Torre when he twists his ankle, followed by a wide open miss by Jekko just before the end of the half. The Whitecaps hold the lead past the hour and nearly score off a terrible giveaway by the City keeper. Uh, it's not Joe Hart, it was the other guy, whoever the backup is. But in the 68th, they get the equalizer off a corner kick, a header by Gudetti, and then they get the winner with a really awesome rocket from Sean Wright Phillips from outside the box and save face. And they nearly add one more in stoppage when Gudetti had a breakaway, but he has it uh, blocked by a covering defender. And uh, overall, a pretty decent result for Vancouver, actually. Uh, Vancouver 1, Man City 2. And then my favorite of the friendlies, uh, the hilarious, if you're a Portland fan, Seattle versus Manchester United. Uh, this was just a wonderful slaughtering of the um, MLS team by the English club. Not so great if you're a fan of MLS because it makes MLS not look so good, but uh, I think Seattle... Um, you know, I, I'm not a huge fan of these friendlies. I mean, they're they're fun and neat and stuff, but the way they're scheduling them right in the middle of our season just really sucks because we can't play, you know, our our full, um, you know, best players. And so this is what happens, you know. But uh, it took just 15 minutes for Michael Owen to score via an open header. Then Keller made a good save and Makita nearly scored. Uh, Montero had a really good chance of the keeper saved at the other end. Uh, Owen should have had a second when he beat the trap and was 1v1, but Keller stoned him. Uh, but United are really deep, and a uh, fresh team came out for the second half as Seattle's uh, best basically took a rest, and the rest of this game was pretty much a rout. Uh, just minutes in, uh, Joop scores for United, getting to the end line, feeding it back to the into the goal from a tight angle. Then Rooney gets the ball into the box and buries it. Seattle's Nagel skied one, and then Facito had a terrific effort uh, tipped away by the United backup keeper. Uh, Park sets up Rooney in the box in the 69th, and a minute later, Rooney uses a back heel to feed Park coming up behind him, and the Korean finishes nicely. United still aren't done, as Rooney didn't have his hat trick yet, so he uh, gets a feed and slides it in. Jake did have a chance for the home team, but put it high. A good bounce puts Overton behind in the final minutes, and he goes 1v1 and finishes... United's Knight almost has a blemish when the backup keeper uh, feeds Ferdinand just a horrible square ball in the box while the keeper was off to one side of the goal, the goal completely empty. And when Rio can't get to it, Seattle pounces, but the player skied the shot, and uh, that's the way it finished. Uh, Seattle, nil, Manchester United, seven. Yes, you heard it right, seven. Wow. Uh, another good game was the uh, LA Galaxy Man City game. Uh, just five minutes in, a clash of heads by Cleachy and an LA player, and he gets up really wobbly, obviously dazed. I mean, he was like he couldn't stand up. I mean, it was really bad to watch. Uh, but he comes back on after they take him off the sideline, and then he comes back on, which uh, is just idiotic for a friendly. I mean, why are if there's one chance in a thousand that he's you know injured, why are you bringing him back on in a friendly? I mean, come on. Uh, I fully agree with Taylor Twelman, uh, who's a commentator, uh, who was just incensed. Remember, Twelman's playing career was ended because of concussion problems, and he was just furious about that. More injury rows. Michael Richards is brought down in the box, hurts his knee, but uh, City have a penalty that Patelli converts. On the half hour, Patelli gets into the box 1v1, but instead of having a go, he turns his back to the keeper and tries to backheel it in. Similar to that, uh, I don't know if you saw that Asian PK on uh, YouTube where the guy runs up to the ball, to the PK spot and turns his back and then backheels it into the goal. 
Um, but in Batali's case, it's very clumsily done. He misses about three yards wide. The crowd boos him. His teammates uh, are yelling at him. Mancini, Mancini uh, quickly takes him off. And then the two, he's furious at being subbed. The, the two argue on the bench. He throws a water bottle, everything. I mean, it's just, it's awesome. It's awesome. I mean, it's just hilarious. Um, yeah, and that pretty much kind of overshadowed this game to at least, you know, at least the first half to, to, to a big degree because it just was such a strange moment. It was, you know, basically insulting to the, the LA crowd and the, the MLS and the organization, you know, like basically saying this is such a wimpy team. We don't even need to try kind of thing. And just, just, just very insulting. But it's also insulting to his teammates and everybody else because, you know, you're basically saying I'm not taking this seriously. And, uh, you know, very, very interesting. He's young. We'll, we'll see if he, if he learns from this. Uh, I don't know. Um, he's kind of infamous for, for, for doing some stupid stuff. So we'll see what he, what he does. But, uh, uh, Josh Saunders in goal for LA makes a good save on a David Silva shot, but the game is still kind of tainted by Batelli's antics. After the break, LA come out gunning. Mike McGee scores a wonder goal, a gorgeous long-range dipping bomb that goes over Joe Hart. Just terrific. Uh, interesting moment in the 67th when a 16-year-old, uh, Jack McBean for LA gets dragged back trying to prevent, trying to break away, uh, a yellow for the city man. And I just was like, I've never even heard of this Jack McBean, so I haven't seen him play for L.A., so I'm sure this is his first time getting, you know, and here he is playing at age 16. He's playing against Manchester City. I mean, that's just crazy. Um, so um, they they get a free kick, but unfortunately, Juninho takes it, and it's right into the wall. Uh, in the final minute of regulation, a real battle by a City player to get off a shot deep in the box, and uh, Perk, the backup keeper for L.A., he makes a terrific save, stoning him. So we actually go to penalties to decide things because this is this part of this whatever this herbal life football for a football challenge or whatever it's called, and uh, I guess they you have to have a winner. So they they go to penalties, no overtime, just penalties. Uh, Janino uh, hits the post on his while City made all theirs, so it came down to the fifth kick for City and Perk makes the save. Nice. We go to sudden death PKs. Hart makes a one-handed save on McBean, unfortunately. Um, not the best PK, but, uh, Perk saves Lescott's shot, and we continue into sudden death, and, uh, Gonzalez hits his hard, Hart saves it, but it actually spins behind him and still goes in, uh, De Jong makes his, we go to the eighth round, Dustin McCarty, apparently, uh, Dax's, uh, brother, converts his, and then Sean Reich, Wright Phillips makes his by, uh, going up top into the roof of the net, AJ De La Garza hits his low and soft, Hart guesses right and stops it, and uh, just a very poor kick from De La Garza. After the save, Joe Hart takes the kick for City, and he just absolutely smashes it. Very confident, and City win on PKs 7-6. to six. Nine rounds of PKs required. Pretty funny stuff, and uh, actually quite entertaining. So, Anyway, that's it for the friendlies that I saw. There were a few others. There was, um, I think there was, uh, DC had one, and Chicago had one, and, and, you know, some others I didn't even get to record. There's a couple I, I recorded, but I haven't had a chance to watch yet, so. Thought I might, but that's why part of those, part of the reasons podcast late, but. Anyway, those are the ones I saw, and it was kind of interesting, so. I, I, I still kind of, you know, I, I'm, I have mixed feelings on these. It's, it, they're kind of fun in a weird way, but they're also, it's kind of like a no-win thing for MLS. It's like, if you take it seriously and we don't win, it's not good. 
You know, if we don't take it seriously, we don't win. It's still not good. I mean, what what people are going to see, they're going to look the stats. You know, people overseas, they're not going to watch these games. They're just going to see Seattle 0, Manchester United 7, and go, oh, yeah, MLS sucks. You know. So, um, but it is it is interesting the way stuff, you know, um, works, because Vancouver is a terrible team, and yet they did pretty good. But then, of course, they weren't playing Manchester United either, but... Anyway, let's talk Major League Soccer. A um, few games had midweek game. There was a New England DC one. Uh, DeRoe was everywhere in this one for DC, creating lots of chances, nearly scoring throughout. Just before the end of the first half, uh, Phelan throws up his arms there, accidentally blocks across, just a clear penalty. Uh, you can't throw your arms up in the air in the penalty box. But uh, Charlie Davies takes the penalty and skies it. Remember, he's got most of his goals on penalties? I don't know what happened this time. He just roofed it. I mean, not just a little high either. They're talking, like, way high, as in, like, Seems like it'd be harder to get it that high, that close to goal. I mean, crazy. Darrow nearly scores before the half. He has a really good chance late in the um, in the second, but still, neither team can put it in. And suddenly, out of nothing in the 74th, New England sneak in a headed goal off a corner kick. DC try to get back into it with Dwayne having a 1v1 in the final minutes, but Reese Matt Reese stones him. Time runs out. New England get a rare win. New England one, DC nil. Colorado, New York. This was a fun one. Uh, just 90 seconds in. New York are still on the plane as Nyasi speeds through their defense, sticks it in the back of the net. Remember they lost Connor Casey? Well, they put in Nyasi up top. Guess what happens? New York had a couple chances. Agadella putting one high. Pickens coughing up a rebound on their shot, but his teammates got the ball clear. Then Nyasi strikes from long range, hits the base of the post, but Wells Thompson is there to put in the rebound. Bucci tries to buy a penalty at the other end, but correctly gets a yellow for diving. Then in the 30th, Nyasi gets his second with another knifing run that puts him 1v1, and he rockets it in. Thompson should have had a second before the half, as he is 1v1 with Rost, the New York keeper. But uh, he makes the, the point-blank save. Uh, Ross makes another save on Thompson early in the second half, pushing a long shot around the post. But it doesn't take long for Niasi to get his hat trick. Another similar goal, just breaking through the back line with his dribbling speed and finishing nicely. Incredible. Henry uh, does poke one in late. Uh, Terry Henry for New York. But this game was long over. So Colorado 4, New York 1. L.A. Columbus, the crew lose Mendoza to a hamstring just minutes in, and there goes all their offense. Despite tons of chances, L.A. keep missing or having Hesmer save their shots, however, and it seems like a point is in the offing. But in the 69th, after a Beckham free kick is rejected by the wall, Frank, John Sean Franklin runs out of the rebound, smashes it low through the crowd where it deflects and goes in, and Columbus lose. In stoppage time, Beck, Beck, Beckham argues with the ref that the crew aren't giving him the full 10 yards he asked for on the free kick. They clearly were standing in front of the spray paint line that the ref had put down. But the ref decides Beckham is time-wasting, gives him a yellow, which means he'll miss the next game. Uh, I, I, I think maybe he did it on purpose because he didn't want to go to Vancouver. No, I don't know. I just think it's crazy. Crazy MLS refereeing. I mean, the, the other players were clearly in front of the line. He's trying to point out going, they're in front of the line that you put down, you painted on the grass. And the ref is all like, you know, yellow card for time wasting or something. So, or arguing or, I don't know. Anyway, very stupid, very stupid. But LA won, Columbus nil. Uh, New York versus Dallas. New York dominate the first half and get on the board in the 38th when Agadella pops across into a looping ball uh, over the keeper. Bit of a fortunate deflection on the play, but New York will take it. But the lead only lasts five minutes into the second half when Chavez gets off a shot inside the box that deflects off of Reem. 
things look grim when Dallas take the lead in the 78th off a restart in the middle of the park that eventually gets to Chavez in the box, who slices it inside the near post. But Terry Henry shows his class, puts in a left footer from outside the box that totally beats Hartman, and New York snatch a point late. New York 2, Dallas 2. Columbus, Portland. Portland dominated this one for large stretches, owning possession and keeping the substitute goalkeeper nervous. Uh, Hesmer was out injured. Uh, they outshot the crew by a wide margin of something like 14-2 to 2 in the first half. Crazy. And this Portland, you know, not a lot on goal, but still. But none of their chances were that dangerous. Uh, the best was a terrific opportunity for Nagby getting into the box but putting a shot just wide. Before the half, Columbus started doing better, and they created some danger after the break. Their best chance came off a corner kick, which was headed in on frame. But Nagby was on the line, cleared it up and off the crossbar and out. Replays showed it was very tight. It might have crossed the line, but it was a very close call either way. I, I thought it was a good call. Uh, of course, but I'm biased. So, uh, the assistant ref was on the goal line, said no goal. So, bottom line, doesn't matter what we think, that was the decision. So, with Columbus, uh, flubbing their chances, Perkins doing well in goal for Portland, it seemed like a result was in the making for Timbers. But everything fell apart in the 79th when the Timbers couldn't clear and a header came in off the post. Gavin was there to push the rebound weakly toward goal. Uh, Foodie was on the line, tried desperately to keep it out, but the ball was spinning. And uh, he was trying to try to chest it out, and it hit his chest and just kind of, you know, momentum of the spin just spun it on in. And uh, originally they were saying own goal, which I thought was just absurd. But uh, they gave it to Gavin in the end, I think, so that's good. So Timbers uh, almost came back with a nice breakaway by Sal Zizio, Zizio late, uh, but he played it to Jewsbury, whose shot was blocked by the defender. Uh, all in all, a very disappointing result for Portland, uh, you know, who I thought, you know, probably actually the better team. But uh, I did feel they were kind of playing for the nil-nil, you know, and uh, you know, it's kind of typical when you do that. You just get burned by a fluky goal. That's the way it works. So that's kind of what happened in this one. So Columbus won. Portland nil. I think if Portland had at least gotten one goal, they would have at least gotten a point out of this, but they couldn't do it. So, RSL San Jose. The Quakes had a hard day of it in this one, getting outplayed in the first half, but making it to the hour mark without conceding. But then a Will Johnson through ball got Saborio into the box dangerously, and just the faintest of touches by Bobby Burling sent him tumbling. The ref said it was a penalty and straight red for Burling. Horrible call. If anything, Saborio ran into the back of Burling and just ran across to block him off, but very low contact. Uh, it was definitely a lot of space between him on the replay from the side camera. The ref was upfield, though. His assistant didn't help. Uh, the ref actually gave the red to Ring, to Brad Ring first, and then corrected it when he talked to his assistant, so he didn't even have a clue what was going on. San Jose players were all wanting a yellow on Saborio for diving. Instead, San Jose are down a man, and Saborio converts the penalty to put them down a goal. Uh, the Quakes kind of survive a little while, but then the floodgates open. In 75th, uh, Bush's save rebounds to Saborio for the tap-in. Then a loose ball in the sixth, uh, on the sixth, is uh, knocked in by Beckerman. In the 82nd, an RSL corner kick is uh, knocked off the post and out. On the retake, it, ended, it gets to former Quaker uh, Alvarez, Alvarez on the far side. He finds Olave in the box for the header, and RSL's fourth. Wow, ouch. So, not a good day for San Jose, RSL 4, San Jose nil. but this one, I put a little asterisk by it, because, you know, the Quakes really got hard done by that refereeing call. I mean, going down a player and a goal, you know, a penalty, neither one was deserved, uh, you know, so late in the match, and then, and then you know, they just, you couldn't, there's nothing they could do after that, so... Uh, 
Uh, Chivas, Houston, a terrible day for the Dynamo. They looked okay initially, but then Braun got a toe in front of his defender to stick a ball in the near side on the half hour, and Chivas never looked back after that. Ten minutes after that first goal, a deflective clearance to the back turns into a perfect ball into space for Braun, who runs onto it and just one times a gorgeous chip over Tally Hall was coming out a little bit. And uh, Chivas had the 2-0 lead. Houston were really out of it, uh, but should have scored when Will Brune got through the back line and went 1v1, but his shot was inches wide. And then Watson for Houston stepped on a player's ankle to earn himself a second yellow. Once again, Houston are down to 10 men. Actually, 9 last weekend, 10 this weekend. Uh, Tally Hall had to work after that, keeping Houston slightly alive, but in the 86th, Braun got to a cross behind the back line, slid into it to knock it home for his hat trick. His second of the season, he really only scores in bunches. Uh, second hat-trick, I should say. Uh, Chivas, three. Houston, nil. I think Houston's not going not gonna to remember this one. One that you want to forget. Colorado, New England. New England take the lead via deep. Uh, Alston throw in in the 25th, and that's headed backwards to Benny Falhaber, who knocks it past Pickens for the lead. So they get a road lead, looks and looking good. They keep the lead till deep in the second half, but just past the hour, Tierney gets a straight red for coming in on Niasi in the box from behind. It's a penalty as well. Good call. Fulham converts the penalty kick. Then the kick in the teeth comes in the 81st as uh, Kimura, way at the back, he's the right back for uh, Colorado, plays a 70-yard ball upfield. Somehow it just fools Reese. I don't know. You know, maybe the altitude was a factor. Uh, they talked about, you know, being a little bit wet out there. I don't know. It just, I don't think, I don't see what wet has to do with anything because it, it literally just bounces once over Reese. He came out and it bounces over his head and into the goal, empty goal behind him. Just a disaster for New England. But then Palguda tangles with a striker just inside the box, brings him down. It's a penalty. I thought it was a good call. He was really protesting, but looked like a clear penalty to me. Uh, Joseph converts, New England eke out a tie on the road, and uh, Colorado 2, New England 2. So, All right, that's it for MLS, but I do have one more report here we're going to talk about. Yes, the WPS, women's soccer. Yeah, we haven't had enough of that at the World Cup. So actually, I just recorded this. I, I haven't been paying attention to WPS. I didn't even know who these teams were, who's on the teams. Uh, sometimes in the past I've recorded, you know, a certain game or two when I knew a player was a particular player that I like was on the team. Um, but in this case, I had no idea who was who, and I just thought, well, you know, it's I kind of into it a little bit after the World Cup. I'll just hit record. Maybe I'll see a World Cup star. So I hit recording. I almost actually I had it recorded. I almost deleted it. And last night, I thought it was like late last night, and I just thought, you know what, I'm just going to zip through this on fast forward. I don't really care about the game. I'm just going to see if anything happens. And actually, it was pretty. It was actually a pretty good game. Uh, this was uh, Boston versus uh, Western New York. I don't know what the Western has to do with anything, but anyway, Western New York. Uh, second half sub, right at the start of the second half, my favorite girl, Alex Morgan, love her, from the World Cup, comes on. Gets involved right away with several good touches and plays. The score was was at 1-1 at that point. It was pretty much anyone's game. And then late on, Boston took the lead via a fabulous in-the-box give-and-go. Kelly O'Hara scored her second of the match. But literally with just minutes, like was three minutes left, Alex Morgan scored a breathtaking equalizer. I mean, you guys have to go watch this on YouTube. This is amazing. Basically, the ball came to her. It was headed around, wasn't cleared. Uh, headed back in the goal. She's basically on the six-yard line in the goal. There's a defender on either side of her. She has her back square to the goal. She is totally facing 100% 
away from the goal. And the ball comes to her. There's just no time. The defenders are right there on either side, closing her in. If she, if she, you know, she literally, if she turns around and tries to actually kick it, they're obviously going to block it. And uh, to me, this was this was totally her World Cup confidence. With all that confidence she got from from the great play in the World Cup, a goal and assist in the final, and everything like that, she just throws out her left foot. And I kid you not, this is one of the most amazing goals I've ever seen. Seriously, you got to see this goal. She flips it with the outside of her left foot. It's 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 almost like a back heel. I mean, except that it's with the outside of her left foot, kind of a sideways shot. I mean, her foot's moving sideways, just kind of flicks at it, and somehow the ball finds the upper corner over the keeper. I mean, it's incredible. It's terrific. And, uh, I mean, it's just, I just love this. It's, it's, you know, here she comes back from the World Cup, first game, comes on in the second half as a, as a start, as a, as a, you know, sub to start the second half, three minutes to go, just this audacious, outrageous, no chance in a thousand to get this goal, and it goes in, and, you know, I mean, game-tying goal, it's very important, you know, I mean, incredible. And, I mean, can you, can you get much better than that, I mean, other than it being a game winner? But it, it almost did, actually, because with the, the three minutes and stoppage time left, uh, she actually had, like, two more chances. Uh, there was one... She was on a breakaway, and she was in. I mean, it was great. She was 1v1 with the keeper, and the whistle blew, and it was like, what happened? They said offside. You look at the replay. The ball was halfway to her. She was still onside. She was clearly like a half step behind the last defender when the ball was halfway to her. So when the ball was played, she was like two yards onside. I mean, it was outrageously bad call. Uh, horrible refereeing, but, you know, whatever. That's what happened. So uh, she did, late on, she, she she got through on the right wing, which was interesting, put in a, a cross that went all the way across the goal. Her teammate got onto it, wasn't able to redirect it in, but played it back. On this play, they had like two or three chances, but none of her teammates could, could get a shot uh, into the goal, and it got cleared out. Uh, very, very tight, though. And uh, so in the end, they split the points, Boston 2, uh, Western New York 2, but... Uh, it's actually probably a pretty good result for Boston, who um, you know are, are not as good of a team as, as New York, and were outplayed in this one. But it'll feel like a loss just because they scored late and thought they had a you know a two-one winner, and then here comes Alex Morgan to tie it up two-two, and it's a draw. And uh, but I, I just thought it was great. It was just fun to see to see that you know, and uh, yeah, very very cool. So anyway, I guess I now know. Alex Morgan plays for Western New York, and, and Marta is also for them, and she had she had the first goal for them, and uh, had a pretty good game. I, you know, I, I'm not, I'm still not quite forgiving her for everything she did at the World Cup, but uh, there was a few moments in this when I saw her earlier on, and she just had that snarl on her face, and I wasn't too happy. But then I saw her another point in the game, and she had a big smile, and she's actually, I like her when she smiles. You know, when she's not smiling, she just kind of annoys me, and I something about it. She just looks like she's you know, constipated or something. I mean, it's just not a good look, and uh, she just really looks evil, kind of, or something, you know. And and uh, but when she's smiling, she looks like she's having fun. I, I like that, you know. I think she needs to do that more. So, anyway, that's it for this week's show. Um, we'll be back uh, next Monday, probably. Hopefully, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I've been schedule's been kind of crazy lately. Uh, let's see. All Star Game tomorrow, Wednesday. Uh, Concacaf to this week. One game's. I'm recording it right now, actually. 
uh, tomorrow night. There's a couple more of them, I think. So, and then next week there's, you know, the second legs, uh, of the CONCACAF, uh, first, first, uh, what do you call it? Um, group, I guess it's, I don't know if it's group play or what it is, but anyway, CONCACAF starting. So we'll have to watch some of that CONCACAF Champions League. So, all right, we'll be back next week. As always, Mark at SoccerTalkUSA.com is the uh, voicemail. I'm oh, sorry, phone, uh, email. <laughs> okay. And the uh, voicemail is 206-339-8359. So uh, we'll see you uh, next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>